good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. I'm Brooklyn. I'm here with my boy, Ju. How you doing, bro? What's going on, everybody? Uh, how you doing, Brooke? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. It's an exciting week. Oh, man. A couple days out. Baseball's back. It's lit, man. Yep. It is so lit. We got some actual, like, half-season baseball coming up this week. It's finally happening. Um, I can't believe it's happening before the NBA, which is still mind-boggling to me. But I'm happy about it. We get some some sports in America. The MLS is going on, but we're getting one of the major sports back. And this is like the, the spring, summer, fall sport. So this is the one that we should have been having anyway. So I'm super excited. And uh, we, have a, we have a little guest here, huh? We do. We do. Uh, so this is somebody that I used to play baseball with for – um, a handful of years back in the day. Um, he's been a good friend of ours for the better part of a decade, if not more at this point. Yeah, one of my brothers. Uh, day yeah, one. absolutely. Go way um, back. College baseball player, pitcher, uh, the one and only, Mr. Nick Rinaldi. How you doing, Nick? Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. I'm good, man. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So uh, real quick, can we get a little uh, background on you? Uh, just like where you went to, to play for school, what you did, et cetera, yada, yada. Of course, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, we were first teammates, um, you know, a few times in, in middle school playing travel ball, you know, guessing for teams. Uh, me and Drew, way back, like I said, back in the day. Um, we moved on to Bloomingdale High School. We played ball for a little bit together there. And then uh, you were the year ahead of me, so you graduated a uh, year before I did, but both picked on different paths. I knew you went up to Eugene and, um, I stopped playing for a little bit because I got hurt, but you know now I'm back on, back on the baseball path and just trying to stay healthy and stay at it. Absolutely. And uh, before we get really into it, I know Brooklyn wanted to. Uh, if if you guys are watching, uh, you can see we all kind of got uh, a little a little thing going on. Um, mm -hmm. Brooklyn over there is he's gained the superpower to produce shirts. And mm -hmm. if you are interested in uh, supporting us getting the shirt it got the logo on the front and it has the website the spectatorsports.com on the back if you are interested uh shoot me hondro brooklyn shoot us a dm and uh we'll get that to you for sure we'll, we'll even talk if you're not up. interested you know you could use a shirt absolutely it's absolutely exactly. and we get you different colors too whatever you right. want yeah we, we can make it happen absolutely so i just wanted to, to put that out there real quick if you guys noticed we were all matching Mm -hmm. uh, we know you like it too it's clean you should see <laughs> absolutely yeah. so you know we're in a crazy world right now nick and uh you were one of the guys that were uh, affected by it a little bit i don't want to say more but like directly uh corona obviously derailed a lot of seasons particularly in the ncaa because they just flat out canceled them uh and you know with years of eligibility at stake this was a pretty uh widespread thing uh you want to explain like kind of how that affected you and like your team or like some other people, you know? Right. Um, well, I mean, when this whole, you know, COVID thing first started to like come about and like the CDC and the president and everybody were first starting to say, you know, you know, we need to take these precautionary steps. we actually had just, just started our season. Like, so we opened our season um, in South Carolina every year for our spring break trip. And we had literally just gotten there. And our coach pulls us in his, uh, 
his room or whatever and he you know sits us all down he's like look guys like we're gonna get in this last week but anything outside of this last week here in Myrtle Beach um, as far as baseball goes for the rest of the year it's a big toss-up and um, you know we ended up playing okay uh, the first uh, few days uh, in Myrtle we were there for six days total um, on the way down we stopped in Virginia halfway we stopped in Virginia um, on the way back up too and we got to Virginia on the way back up. That was it, man. Coach, coach shot it down. He's like, look, we just got word from the president, um, commissioner, everybody who's got to deal with the USCAA and um, the Yankee Small College Conference, uh, where Southern Maine Community College is. They all shut, shut it down. Before we even got back to school, the school year was over. So That's crazy. And yeah. going through the offseason, preparing everything, you finally get it rolling. What goes through your mind? when everything just stops like that? Um, I mean, you know, for certain guys being at certain points of their college careers or whatever, uh, I was in a, I'm in a pretty, I'm in a pretty good spot. So right now um, I only need one more year to get my uh, associate's degree and then I'm out and transfer on to a new school. Um, so, you know, I, my options are a little bit more, um, you know, plentiful because, you know, I, if, if I want to, I can go somewhere else or I can stay or, you know, that's, that's, you know, my mindset right now. But as far as some other guys on my team, look, they know they have to come back. Um, and as far as the off season goes, they, it, it's kind of sad to say, but you see some guys kind of lose that flair a little bit. You know, you know, they're like, you know, is this really worth it? Blah, blah, blah. You're on a college team. So, if, you know, if you don't feel like it's worth it now, then, you know, maybe you should rethink what you're going to do when you come back in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we've seen uh, – we, we've talked to August Rasky on here before, uh, another college player, but she graduated the year before this. Um, and we've kind of seen, like, her takes on, like, seniors, like maybe losing a year of eligibility and, like, that was their last chance at, like, potentially going and making a run at a championship or right, at an yeah. a extra scholarship or at a look from a draft or anything like that. Um, just kind of how, how have you seen, like, that kind of fizzle? Have you seen, like, some guys that are just, like, that ha were, like, fringe or, like, on the, the edge of the next thing, whatever that thing might have been? And Absolutely. You know. absolutely. Um, you know, we have, as you guys know, Alex Miller. He, um, growing up playing ball, he wasn't the most talented kid. We all know that. He'll tell you that. He'll be the first to tell you that. But this kid works so hard every single day, and he works on his craft day in and day out. His work ethic is – something like I haven't really ever seen before and it motivates me to become better at the same time. Um, but for him, you know, he worked so hard. And after this year, if we had played, he was going to graduate. So he had to go somewhere. And um, because they took away our season, everybody got their season back. So now it's basically he got in all that work <laughs> to not have that season. So now he can go into another season fresh, ready to go healthy, which is, um, you know, him and I have been working a lot uh, this off season. So it's, that's been our, our, our kind of our thing, just, you know, stick to it, you know, keep working consistently, but make sure we have all this off time. Let's use it mentally and physically. Let's rest our bodies because we know we have a long season coming up. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's in a good spot. I'm in a good spot. We have a lot of guys on our team in a good spot. Um, just waiting for this next season to get started. Absolutely. And I mean, that's the, the good side of it, I guess. That it's hard to take some positives out of it. But, uh, you know, being able to rest up, being able to get healthy, 
uh, while you have this time off, that's definitely um, a long run good thing too, that you're not putting more strain on a already battered and bruised body. 100%. Yeah. And you know, baseball too. We play fall, spring, summer. There is no, there's no stopping. There's always something lingering too. So a a break is honestly like refreshing. And honestly, not, I mean, physical, of course, like my body needs it, but being a pitcher mentally, it's done a lot for me. I can just kind of like calm down. You know, if, if something I feel wasn't, you know, to the point where I wanted it before the season was over now, okay, I can think about it. I can work on that over time, which I have been. And I, I can honestly say that, yeah, this, you know, I haven't been able to go play summer ball. I was supposed to go up to Wisconsin to go play. Um, I wasn't able to go. I've had some health issues as well, but I got to say that, you know, with all the work I've gotten in this off season, this has been one of the best uh, off seasons I've had as far as production goes and work goes um, on the field and in the gym and just becoming a better me, a better ball player. And it's crazy when you look at uh, how Corona affected everybody, it was really like a blessing in a lot of ways for a lot of oh, athletes. Yeah. Cause oh, like yeah. you said, mentally you got to refresh physically, you got to refresh you probably got a lot more time to work on your craft and put in the work behind the scenes because you don't really got to worry about getting right into season uh, form. Like you right. could work on your mechanics and make sure everything is fine-tuned to the way you like it. Mm-hmm. And it's really a blessing in disguise, and it's dope for a lot of athletes. It is. And, you know, we've been having our uh, off-season team meetings, and, you know, we got freshmen coming in. And, you know, their coach recently named me a team captain, so he – you know, a lot of these guys are coming to me and asking questions and, you know, seeing how they can get better and what they need to do every day. I'm like, look, I love the fact that you're working every day. I do. I do the same thing. But right now, we're so many far, uh, so many, so far removed from starting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, yes, keep working. You know, keep diligent, be smart. But at the same time, don't overwork yourself because when the start of the season does come, it's a long season. Like, so for our conference, fall games all around the country don't count. But for us, they do. So the very first game that we play in the fall, even if it's two weeks from when school just started and the guys don't really know each other, guess what? Our record's up in the air. and We got to play. We got to play well. So, you know, and for a team that's expected to go back to the national, or the national tournament every single year, we don't really have time to give up and waste. So, I, like I said, I love that guys are working right now and, going to be ready coming in but I've also been stressing to them at the same time like look make sure you're healthy too physically and mentally and emotionally make sure you're all taken care of before you get here in the fall absolutely and it's it's important to stay patient with this because it's been a while before like anybody's really had a timeline Mm -hmm. now that we're finally starting to get the timeline a lot of people are going to rush but you just got to stay patient and do what you've been doing it's a slow grind and a lot of people who have uh, been being patient, the MLB players, we finally got the first team-on-team game, exhibition game, but we finally got some live action. We've been having the inter-squad games going on the last week or so, and it's time. We're a couple days out. I think the season starts Thursday, the 23rd. We're here, man. And last night I, it felt I, good. It felt really good to watch some baseball. I just want to see any team play. I don't care. I, I don't <laughs> care the team. Well, any team. I just want to watch. Well, well the cool thing is uh, you're not going to have to wait too long to watch any team because you're going to be able to watch your team uh, start the season. Yes, uh, world, oh, the, the reigning World Series champions. Raining. By sure I might add. I, I got to 
I gotta put that in there because oh damn, yeah, you deserve a little bit of a love for a couple weeks. Absolutely. Yes, and uh, one thing before we get into like the logistics of baseball, I don't know if you guys saw it. I think it was a week ago. The uh, the Nationals put out a tweet and it was like promoting their baby merchandise. They just put out a whole like baby clothing line, and all they said in the in the uh, the tagline was, "We won the World Series nine months ago." Oh, <laughs> and I saw that. And I but that's like, genius. No, that's gonna make money. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's that's good. I that's saw good. that and I'm like, whoa. That's whoever's on their marketing team needs big, a big needs a raise and a promotion. They need some royalties. Is the thing. That's, that's awesome, right there. Good for yeah. them. Yeah, so I, I saw that, that and I was dope. like, man, this is. Well, at least Go one team in Washington's getting the stuff right, and that's really look, like man. Hey, hey, that, that, hey, that's hey, for hey. another episode, right there. Hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. Easy. One team, <laughs> we might have to bring you back on. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the Knicks on live air, do you? Hey, hey, the Knicks aren't offending anybody, and they're not diddling people. So moving on. <laughs> um, you got a point. <laughs> but got we got Yan- we got Yankees Nationals opening day. Garrett Cole versus. Li- likely Scherzer could be yeah. Strasburg, could be Corbin if they really wanted to. Uh, National got so many too. arms. Yeah, prime time. It is happening in DC. There was some weird up in the airness about whether or not they would be able to play in Nationals Park, but we've we've been given the okay. It's gonna happen in uh, that home stadium of y'all's, and I mean that's that's just gonna be such a good game. Uh, the pitching matchup you really want to see to start the year. Oh man! A little oh, World man. Series, uh, run it back with those with those two guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just what are some thoughts just on having that? Uh, you guys have that stage now. The Nationals got a little stage going. Mm. You know, my thought is is you know obviously going through all the years, the Bryce Harper and you know the high profile managers, and of course the the little stuff along the way, like. Papabon and Harper getting into it. And then, <laughs> Classic. It has been a roller coaster to say the least because, I mean, you guys see it every year. We're one of the best teams that come out of the National League East every single year. And then we get to the playoffs and then it's, we don't know what happens. It's usually in the past we run into the Dodgers, you know. Uh, the Cardinals are always a pretty good team when it comes to playoff time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we usually we, – we, tend to run into those teams last year it just didn't make a difference we had that that real team bond it's something that while Harper was on the team we never had we never had it um, but last year you could see guys were really playing for each other they weren't you know going up to bat to um, to try and hit a double for themselves no they're trying to hit a you know a base hit down the line to to get the guy from first to third you know what I mean it's, it's team ball it's beautiful baseball to watch um, the pitching staff there is still ridiculous and you know, I just feel like the the ceiling of this team, um, we're close to there, but I feel like they're obviously every team can get better. And we've done uh, – we've made a couple of moves this offseason, obviously losing Rendon hurt, but um, we added a couple of bats. And, you know, I'm not going to say it. They're going to sit there and replace his bat because that's, what, 320, 120 yeah, that, RBIs. and a huge bat to 30 replace. home runs, exactly. That's You can't find that everywhere. But, you know, we brought in Eric uh, Thames, Thames from Thames. Uh, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Starling dude. Castro too. Starling Castro, exactly. We got we got we brought in guys. Um, pitching staff is still top notch. You know, I'm excited for the season. And I feel like there's no reason why we can't come out of the East again. Yeah, you guys were a fun team to watch, uh, without a doubt. Absolutely, and it's it's just good to see uh one of my teams on top for a change. 
you had the bat to back with the Capitals too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, so, it's been a, it's been a you had a good year. Yeah. It, you know, I don't really want to talk about it because it's just setting me up for the next like fifty of me not winning anything. <laughs> so you got to enjoy it while you can. Okay? Got to be optimistic, exactly. Gotta but be we're optimistic. we're gonna give you guys a little bit of a season preview. So talked a little bit about last season and obviously the Nationals. Uh, they made that great run of theirs. Um, but we're gonna get into this season, like our predictions. Who's gonna be the top dogs in divisions, some MVP candidates, and we're going to go from West to East, National League to American League, and we're going to keep kind of going in that little order. So we're going to start in the NL West, uh, probably the easiest division to kind of figure out because it's a a really – it's a 10-piece puzzle, (laughs) and uh, one of the pieces is a really big one. Um, You got the Dodgers. Dodgers all the way. Yeah, and, and the Dodgers, um, they have one of the best rosters I've ever really seen. Um, they're kind of anti, like, the recent um, playoff build where recent playoff teams get that three, four guys in the bullpen that really hold it down. They shorten games up. Uh, Dodgers are the opposite of that. They just got five starters that can give you seven innings. And um, – then they have Jansen, who's still pretty good back there in the back end. But that lineup with just two of the top three players in the league, Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger, reigning MVP Cody Bellinger, and former MVP Mookie Betts, um, all the young kids, Gavin Lux, uh, Seager, Peterson, who's not really a youngin anymore. but Even Muncy can hit the no. – Yeah, even Max Muncy can. Yeah. Yeah, Muncy's dope. So that that team is just stacked. I I don't see them having any issue. Uh, just kind of. This is one of the through. divisions I got one of my sleepers in, though. Okay. Me too. Me okay. Too. Um, and who, we've who, talked about this uh, earlier. I think the Padres are gonna make a fighting chance. Uh, yep. Padres have a squad, and people are overlooking it, man. They got young talent. They got obviously Manny Machado. Will Myers, they got Tommy Pham, which is a dog. Tatis, Jerks, and Profar, Eric Hosmer. Man. And then you got Chris Paddock, Pomeranz. They've got they just added Kirby Yates, too. That mm-hmm. team is not to be slept on, man. I think, I think they have the most slept on uh, bullpen in the league. Yeah. Is what I'll say. I think Kirby yeah. Yates is probably the second or third best reliever or closer in the game. And then they got just a bunch of guys that do jobs really well, like Drew Pomeranz in that. They just picked up it. Emilio Pagan, too, from the Rays. Yeah, exactly. So that's a nice little pickup. And if you're getting anybody from the Rays, you know you're getting somebody who and you does know stuff be, the right way. You know what's going to be interesting this year is that, obviously, with the shortened schedule, I can't wait to see how some of these hitters are going to react mm. from going to the starters to the pen. Because, you know, I mean, these games are – I mean, of course, the intensity is going to be the same, but – the intensity is going to be these more. guys. These these guys are ready to go. Like the the as far as I can speak for almost probably every pitcher in the league, they've been ready. Yeah, guys can't guys can't just go up and you know not every guy's got a cage in their backyard or whatever. But it's not mm. easy to go pick up a ball and throw it against a wall. So for you know for those pitchers who are really who have really been hungry and working this offseason, I can't wait to see how good these hitters really are. It's going to be a good year. And it's going to be a hundred percent from game one to game sixty too. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not going to be that little break. You got no time to relax. You got to keep your foot on the gas the whole season. Because if you let up, that's it. You're out of the playoffs. And it's like it, it's that same kind of like 
in, in a regular season where you, they would play for like 10 days straight, take a day or two off, and then play another 12 games straight, it's still like that. I yeah. think it's 60 games in 66 days. Yeah, it's it's not like it's going to be easy these next two months for these guys, but it's it's going to be fun to watch. I cannot I cannot wait. It's going to be a great I think week. every single team is up for grabs. Every not every team, team, but most teams. Not every team, yeah. I, you know, there's still a few that – Like, you got the Orioles, the Marlins. Like, teams like that, they're obviously out. But realistically, anybody could go on a huge streak and just go off. Yeah. So but, – but... The rest of this division in that NL West, I really can't see doing too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, no. you got the you got the Padres who could be a sleeper. I, I think they're a little too young for this year for, like, my particular taste. I think there's too many seasoned teams that are just ready to win now. Um, Even so the I think Diamondbacks. I, the Diamondbacks put together a little squad. They have a team. They, they, they did the quietest rebuild really mm-hmm. fast that I've yeah. ever seen. They um, lose they got guys both, every year. And yeah, they got both Martes and David Peralta in the outfield. It's a pretty darn good outfield. And then you got some – you got, like, Robbie Ray still out there on the mound. And you have a Polk few other guys. They had. Yeah, they got some – they got some guys out there. Now, their end of the lineup scares me, and I think that's what's going to – they're just not going to score enough runs. So, I, I don't have them too much. But if they were a team that would overplay and sneak their way in, or if there was a team, I think it would be them. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, Bumgarner does for them. Yeah, adding Bumgarner is nice. Just one of the weirdest signings of the offseason. I'll be honest. These past few years of of Bumgarner in San Francisco, man, I'm just – I don't think I'm a fan. Well, San Francisco also hasn't been uh, nothing really right home about either. I don't think that's super on him. Just It's kind of like a DeGrom situation where he's just not getting any run support. Um, And when if you're losing 4 nothing in the game, you're going to take your starter out just because – you're not competing. Well, so, yeah, of course. You know, but if you're not going to get taken out, if you're up five four, so it's kind of one of those situations. Um, I just feel like he, he's not that mad bum that I remember. You know, starting oh, and then coming in to close the game. You know, twenty what was it, fourteen fifteen against the Royals in the World Series? They're just mm-hmm. completely different dude. Like I, I don't know. I feel like he had his like really really good couple years, and then, you know he's had you know decent years. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to say bad, but decent years. Now he transitions into the veteran part of his career. And yeah. I mean, you could still get action out of that. Like we well, see what Verlander does. That's I was just going to bring up Verlander. I'm excited to see if Bumgarner, this change of scenery, just like Verlander had, kind of gives him this uh, revitalized feel. And mm-hmm. like, a, like Verlander doesn't pitch the same as he did with Detroit. He's a totally different pitcher. And he's still a Cy Young winner. I mean, he won it last year. So uh, if he can have like half of that type of – yeah. I mean, granted, I Evolution. feel like it would it would definitely be a little bit easier to uh, pitch a little bit more freely with Houston's lineup behind you instead of Arizona's. But yeah, oh, no, we'll see. Of course, we'll see. That's definitely true. But uh, the Giants, I'm not gonna have them winning very many games, and it's just the Dodgers' division to lose. Honestly, um, I expect a lot of big things out of the Dodgers until the playoffs come, and they eventually do what <laughs> LA does best. Uh, moving to the American League West, this is a very interesting division. Yeah. This this division is absolutely loaded uh, from top to bottom, except nah, not the bottom. We'll say the top four. Uh, they have one of those teams that just aren't going to do anything. Mariners, this is going to be a fun year as a Mariner fan just because every single position is up for grabs besides Mitch Hanniger's spot. Um, every other position is just available. And it's going to be a 60-game tryout. 
for positions. Mm-hmm. And you get to see guys like Evan White and uh, those, those young guys that they got coming up uh, hopefully make a case to play. And it, it could be a season of hope for the future. So, I'm going to be really honest. What's up? The Astros are not winning this division. Oh, I like it. No. no way. I like it. No, no way. way. And here's the reason why. No way. Where'd their pitching staff go? They're going to get shelled. I'm sorry. They The last year, other than a few arms that they had on their in their rotation and on their staff, which obviously the one big glaring one went to New York, they're in trouble. <laughs> Houston Astros are in trouble because now they don't have these cameras, so batting average numbers <laughs> will go down. <laughs> It, I mean, I don't even. I'm not even trying to throw any, take any shots or throw. Oh, throw shots! Mm, the Astros get it all. Throw shots. <laughs> I'm not a fan, but you know what? We beat them in the World Series, cameras included. I, <laughs> my mom said, "If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it." So I'm not going to say it. That's fine. Uh, but Who do you have winning it? Because I, I, I do man. think any of these four teams could. You got I got Oakland. Oakland. Oakland's a strong. I can't be mad at Oakland at all. They play together. That's just Mm -hmm. it's the epitome of team baseball. It's beautiful. It's it's gorgeous to see. Um, As far as an MVP candidate for that league, I'm going with a new guy. Uh, He's extremely new to the entire league, but I mean it's pretty easy pick for me. You guys know Tony Two Bags coming (laughs) straight out of coming straight out of LA. You know it. Speaking of LA, I got them winning the division. Do you? I got them winning the division. I mean, you got the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. You got, obviously, Rendon. That's a huge one you had. Pujols, I mean, he's there. My X factor on this team, though, who I also got being the MVP candidate for this division, Shohei Otani, man. Of course. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. If he stays healthy, (sighs) come on, man. Like, he's going to give you – probably like five six wins maybe and then that bat you add that to the lineup man that's crazy and then you still got Andrelton Simmons Justin Upton like they got a squad man they got a squad and you can't sleep on the Angels at all the only thing that concerns me a little bit is their pitching staff but I feel yeah. like especially you know, since the their ace they is have, their second best hitter that's my that's yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Like you got Heaney and Bundy like they gotta step up but I mean this year pitching is gonna be interesting because a starter's going to have, what, like 12 starts, 11, 12 starts, really? Something like so, that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you're going to need it, but it's going to be interesting to see because if the bats go off, <laughs> it's going to be tough to stop. Bold yeah. prediction next year, Los Angeles Angels, 2021 World Series champions. Next year. Watch. Okay. Right. Watch. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll get back to that in, uh, a year from today when we do this video again, hopefully earlier than, than July nineteenth. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm also gonna side with Nick on this one with Oakland. Um, I just think Oakland is just the not the best roster because I still think the best roster is Houston, but I think Oakland has been right there right on the edge of winning this division. I mean, they won 100 games the last two seasons and didn't win the division just because the Astros have been as dominating as they have. Cheaters. Um, and I think they have a year – they've had a year more for their young pitching staff because all their starters are young. They're 22, 3, 4 years old. And another year for them to learn. 
uh, get a year under their belt. You got Jesus Lazardo and AJ Puck who are going to make uh, appearances this year and be impact pitchers. And I think uh, Marcus Simeon actually gets the respect he deserves. Uh, he was an MVP candidate last year, but I don't think anybody cared for whatever reason. Uh, he, people he's always overlook dog. Oakland. I don't know why. Why do people always overlook Oakland? They I overlook think, Oakland the same way people overlook the Rays. Like, they're there. Yeah. They're not really yeah. threatening nobody, but they well, are. And, and I think the reason for that is, um, in general, it used to be Oakland had the lack of names, even though it's just not the case. Mm. No. Um, and I think it's just because whenever they are given that stage and given that opportunity, they squander it. Yeah. I mean, you've seen them play in the wild card game a couple of times now, and they've lost every time. Yeah. Um, whenever they get to the playoffs, it's a short series, and they always have the talent to win it. But it, it kind of just falls flat, and maybe that's because of the um, – they always have like a overplay. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have a team that overplays – like their quote-unquote mm-hmm. level of talent, and they play above that for the whole season, it's really, really hard to bring that into the playoffs. I feel like that's being that's a curse of being a small market team. Yeah. You know, oh, you 100%. can get mm-hmm. as good – like even the Rays, these guys are dominant every year, and they just can only go so far because there's only so far that your money is going to take you. And at the end of the day yeah. in the playoffs, that's, that's where you see the difference right there is who can pay and who can't. So. Well, I, I think part of the issue, though, is that you just called Oakland a small market, and that just couldn't be further from true. Uh, they're, a, they're a big market, but they're a team that penny pinches. They don't well, want to spend. Not so much small market, but, I mean, it's, yeah. if, as far as Oakland, a destination spot. Yeah. Because yeah. not many guys want to sign there because, obviously, you got the stadium. Nobody wants to play in that. Like, and that's, and, wait, what do you, what's even going to happen with Oakland? Because that stadium – Something's going to happen with that stadium. Are they still going to be they're, there? They're, mo- they're planning a new stadium. I don't know what when that's supposed to happen, uh, but they're planning a new years. stadium, and it might even be in San Fran too, which is like kind of odd. Um, I wouldn't like that. But. I mean, look, if they can get something like that going, I feel like that will help. You know, help it be a player's destination. I mean, let's be honest. It's a city in California. It can't be that bad. Exactly. But I just feel like yeah. they – because of – you know, they do have the money. All teams in California got the money. We know that. But you're right. At the end of the day, they don't spend. They're in and when they got the big boys, they don't want to keep them. Exactly. At all. At all. Like, they've had multiple times in the past with multiple Josh Donaldson, players. Cespedes. Oh, shit, we can go back to Mark yeah. McGuire. You know, yeah. Barry Zito. These yeah. are guys that were <laughs> at very, very Connor, good parts of their I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at I'm very, sorry. very good parts of their career. And they can't just really ever do anything with it. I don't know. I feel like it could change within the next few years, but something's got to change within the team as well. I think if there was a time for it to change, it would be now just because they have three, like, prime time players in Matt Olson, uh, Matt Chapman, and Marcus Simeon. And then they have a really good cast around them also. Absolutely. Uh, if there was a time to finally pay these guys and keep a core together, it would be now. And – you know, we can only hope they do it, but I do think they win this division this year. I think they have what it takes. I think 60 games is perfect for them because they usually either start cool or start hot, and then the other side, not so much. I think they'll start hot and keep it. They I got hope. Oakland winning it. Yeah, they would hope. Uh, before we move on to the Central, who do you guys got winning uh, the MVP for the NL West? Tony Tubac. For NL West? Oh, for the NL? Oh, mm-hmm. my bad. Uh, no, I'm still taking Fernando Tatis Jr. Tatis? He's, 
too Not dynamic. Easy. This guy's, you okay. know, the aura around him. Kids want to be him. You know, it's it's easy for me. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with two options here. And one of them is the easy one, Cody Bellinger, just because yeah. that dude is just insane. But my other option is if the Rockies aren't as terrible as I expect them to be, mm-hmm. if they're half decent, Nolan Arenado. I you know, he, he's got a big – he is a huge reason as to why or if they're going to be good or not. Exactly. So, so if his year is better, then they'll be better. But, God, absolutely. Lord help And, and that's exactly why Colorado. I have that. If, if he has a just a outstanding season, they'll win 30-plus games. If not, yeah. they're not going to. Now, like you said, Bellinger is the easy way to go with it. I went with the new kid on the block. I'm going to go Mookie. Okay. okay. I think the change of scenery, really? he he go off. I like it. Really? I think LA fits him. He don't okay. got to deal with the Boston shenanigans. He'll be a leadoff man. Now. You must not have seen him swing at that slider a couple of nights ago. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's fine. Up. Everybody's going to be rusty. Everybody's going to be rusty. I ain't worried about that, but you Woo. know what to bring. You know what to bring. And in an environment like LA, I think Mookie's going to fit in very nicely over there. He's got coaches and all stars around him. He's built for success, man. He's, he's going to work hard too. He's. Absolutely. Uh, for the West, for AL West, I'm going to go with um, another two. It, it's really hard. The, the West is tough because it's Bellinger and Trout. Like, how do you not say yes to that? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to go Trout. Mm-hmm. But the other one, if Oakland does win the division, like I think they will, it's going to be Marcus Simeon. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. he's just going to have a yeah. great year, honestly. Uh, move to the Central, NL Central. Another interesting division. Probably one of the other two best, I think in terms of, like, talent, top to bottom. Um, you got about four teams that could really make a push for this. Yeah. Um, even though two of them got worse, I think the Brewers and the Cardinals both did get worse this offseason. So that I'm kind of leaning towards the, the two uh, red C logo teams to, <laughs> to win this division. Yeah. Um, I think the Pirates are going to be in last. I actually think the Cardinals are going to be fourth. Really? And I think the Brewers, strictly off the back of Christian Yellis, will their way to 30 wins uh, because I think he's the most impactful player in the league. Um, and then I'm going to have the Cubs at two and the Reds at one. I've been saying it all offseason. I think the Reds are built to win, particularly in this shortened season. But in general, I think they're built to win this year or next year. I like them. I'm taking the Reds. I can respect it. Um, I was up in the air between the Brewers, Reds, and Cubs. It was tough. But once I started looking deeper at the Brewers, they just yeah. it just wasn't hitting for me. Like, you have Yelich. You have uh, – they add um, Brock Holt. They add Justin Smoke. But, I mean, is that enough? I don't think so. Um, I'm going with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Cubs. Shytown. Uh new manager. They got David Ross up there now. Javi Baez, Ian Happ. You know what KB and Rizzo are gonna do. Contreras, like they got a squad, man. They got a squad. And I think they're gonna they should ball out under David Ross because like a couple of them actually played with him not far removed. Like he'll be a good team manager. That will be the funnest team to watch this season. Yeah, it's going to be electric. It's going to be electric. I'm excited to see the Cubs. I just, uh, for me, the Cubs have a lot of question marks to me in their pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose Quintana never really panned out to what he could have. Um, you, you, and Darvish, I saw he just 
cut his hand too or something like yeah, that. Yeah. There's a lot going on with him. I mean, he's he gets hurt in like the weirdest ways. Uh you Darvish is either the best pitcher in the league or the worst. <laughs> it, you facts. just don't know what you're gonna get. No, um, Lester is just a shell of himself at this yeah. point. Yep. And those are the top three starters. So I just don't know. And then Kyle Hendricks, yeah, he, had a great, Hendricks he had a great last uh, half of the year, last year. So And you uh, had Kimbrell uh, to the mix on the back end too. So. Yeah, and th- that's nice and all if Craig Kimbrell was pitching in 2013, but we're in the 2020 season now. I, I mean, I just think some pretty decent years. He, he can still years. make it happen. He he's, but the thing happen. is, he's just middle of the road. He, yeah. And they don't have anybody else around him in that bullpen to no. really uh, – and the way I'm looking at it is, I think they're going to score a lot of runs, but I think they're going to let up more. Oh, that's why I said they're going to be the funnest team to watch in baseball. Yeah, because be those games are going to be high game. scoring. Slugfest um, every game. They don't have good defenders at really any position besides third and first. Because um, you're going you're gonna to see an outfield of Kyle Schwerber and Ian Happ. And then like Al Mora in center. So he's a, he's he a stop. Baez at short. Baez is all right. I don't think he's he an above average shortstop. I don't think Jason Hayward is even going to start on this team. Uh, yeah. Wilson Contreras is not a great catcher. Um, I think Jason Hayward starts because he's getting 20 or what is it? $27 million this year. <laughs> That's the he only better start. Yeah. He better start. But I think Ian Happ and Kyle Schwarber are just better ball players. Uh, so they'll be rotating in. I don't know. The Cubs are just, they're going to score a lot, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like, like I said, the pitching it's up in the air this season. Oh, like you want to hope that it's going to hold up for a lot of teams, but what this many games happening, there's going to be times where the bats are going to override the pitching. Yeah. The way it's going to be. And that, that's exactly why I have the Cubs winning the division. Cause I feel like in this division specifically, look at all the arms there's as far as starting pitching goes. I mean, the second best guy is Sonny Gray. Exactly. <laughs> the Reds having so, the best uh, rotation. Exactly. In this like, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. it's not close either. Yeah. It's not close. And this Cubs team can hit everybody. They've yeah. done it before. So, now, like I said, I, I feel like for this season, because it's shortened, that the bats will take them to the playoffs. But come playoff time, it could it could get dicey because then yeah. they're going to start facing pitchers that you know have... like actual pitchers, right? Exactly. <laughs> like the, maybe some of those Mets guys or some of those guys on LA, like they're going to face some dogs. Come see us in Washington. Yeah, we uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, but I the reason I got the Reds is I obviously we, they have the best starters in, mm. in this division. I don't think it's particularly close either. Yeah. Um, I think Luis Castillo is going to have an absolute That's just lockdown season. Oh, absolutely. Um, you got Trevor. But Bauer I, but I think on the same end of like the offense, I think they have the best lineup maybe in the national league, like them and the Dodgers. I think every single bat in this lineup is scary. Just one yeah. dude, Aristides or what? Is, yeah. Aristides Aquino. Um, he didn't make the team. He didn't make the team. What? I don't know why I saw that last night or the night before. He didn't make the team. I don't know why. Just shocked wow. because what he did, huh? That there's got to be some like injury stuff behind that. It has to be. He got. Uh, he, he probably got to have COVID or something. Yeah, there's got to be something. That, bro. That's an interesting one. I, and I don't even think that changes Damn. too much. They got Nick Cast- Castellanos, who is one of the best pure hitters in the league. He can't play left field for nothing, and now we got a <laughs> universal DH. That DH is going to be know, crazy. And, and that's fair. I think the Cubs and the Reds are probably the two teams that benefit the most from that. I think those two and then the Nationals, because the Nationals got a lot of hitters. 
Uh, it helps the Mets a lot too because you got Cano yeah. and Cespedes. That, that's also very that true. You throw either of them over there. And but, another not so bold prediction for next year: the Universal DH stays. Just oh down. yeah, down. absolutely. It's, it's, it has to. It has to. I don't see why it wouldn't. It's just nice. I think uh, everyone's just tired of seeing pitchers hit. It's, yeah, like it's unless fun it's, just unless for it's like a and Shohei. I don't care. Right. Yeah, like it's fun for the meme, but after that, it's like, come on, why? Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. It's fun to watch Scherzer, you know, hit himself with a bunt too. Yeah, <laughs> break his nose, like, get seven yeah. different colors on his face. Yeah, yeah. it's cool it's though because he'll he'll, uh, he'll shut the team out for eight innings that same night. It's all good. The fact that he balled out after that man with a broken nose. He's Scherzer's. Different he's an animal. He's amazing. He's a different, different dude. He's a different uh, so MVP player for uh, NL Central. Who you guys got? And Eugenio Suarez. Okay. Javi Baez. Chris Bryant. Okay. Javi's coming out this year, I'm telling you. Um, I'll go. Another, another not-so-hot take. If the Cubs don't do it this year, it's over. Because all those contracts are over. So That's another reason why I think they're going to go ham this year. Because they have to. They have no choice. They have no yeah. choice. It's they now or to. never. In yeah. a season like this, everybody's going to be on the pedal. And you just got to go. Yeah. You have to go. And don't stop. Uh Move to the AL Central. All right, we're taking a little bit of time on this, but it's not too bad. Whatever. Uh, Central AL, it's a three-dog race. I really think it's only two. And when I say two, I think it's the Twins to lose. I think the Twins are just going to hit a billion home runs again. They add an, a former MVP, uh, Josh Donaldson, who's playing really good baseball, kind of surprisingly, because he had a couple bad years, went to Atlanta, had a great season. Um, I think Donaldson's going to help that team tremendously. They add Kenta Maeda to an already decent pitching staff. They got a they got a couple guys over there. Uh, I, I'm taking the Twins, and I really, really – I know Brooklyn's a big White Sox guy right now. I'm not going to say they're ready yet. I think they're too young. I'm going to stick with the Indians just because uh, they've been one of the top dogs. But it's going to be Twins-Indians for me. Now, the argument of they're too young in this environment, I just don't think it's it holds sad. weight. Everybody's young. Because, like, what does a veteran player do for you having experience? Nobody has experience with this. Nobody. So the young players are actually going to benefit because they're used to just playing all these games nonstop. Mm -hmm. So I really think the teams with the younger talent, like, I'm not saying that every single one of them are going to ball out more than the, like, deeper teams, but – they're not something to play with, man. They're not something to play with. And like you said, that's why I'm going with the White Sox. I just, I just think is... it's because this is a season that's all going to be about your preparation because you've just been sitting on your butt for months. And the guys who are seasoned and they've been here before, they know what they need to do to get ready for a season. And the young guys are just excited to play. And that's a, a gift and a curse because after 15 games, that, that energy is going to be uh, going away. And now you got another 45 games to play. But those seasoned players, they also have their routines that they build up getting to this point. They had to turn it on real quick. Are they seasoned to do it that way? I think so. A, a seasoned veteran plays every game hard because they know how important all these games are. It's not about playing hard. It's about, like, coming out and producing off-rip when you have to. But. I think my biggest thing for these seasons for all sports coming up is not so much – at the end of the day, these guys are professional athletes. They get paid millions and millions to do what they do at that level. I think the biggest X factor 
throughout every sport is going to be that team chemistry. Guys have been oh, apart. Absolutely. Guys, absolutely. you know, you got guys nowadays who, you know, they're not going out to like, you know, the old banana boat crew. Like they're not going to the beach. They're playing <laughs> Fortnite together, locked in their rooms with all the lights off. Like mm-hmm. it's different. Like you got, you got to get guys on that same page mentally. And I feel like the teams who do it the best this year will the teams who will come out to be the best. Yeah. But I like this White Sox team, man. Grandal, Abreu, Moncada, Tim Anderson. I love Tim Anderson, man. Mm-hmm. That that kid's love bat it. and glove. That's a monster. And then you got Eloy Jimenez and they add Edwin on top of Keiko, Giolito, uh, Kopech. Like that rotation's nice too, man. That's what I'm taking to win the division is the White Sox. Really? So. Both of you guys. Oh, absolutely! It's time. Really? I just don't. I don't. I don't see them out swinging the Twins. I think the pitching is about the same. Uh, Taylor Rogers was great for the Twins last year, um, and Jose Barrios had a really good year too. Uh, I just think nobody besides maybe the Yankees and Dodgers are out hitting the Twins, and especially in that division. Like, I don't know. Bro. I don't know. They got some bats. Tim Anderson they do. for MVP, baby. You can't take nothing away from the Twins. Absolutely not. Tim Anderson for MVP, what? and he's going to keep throwing the bet. He's going to keep throwing it. I love that. Oh, keep I throwing so. it. Yeah, please keep throwing it. <laughs> I hope Tim Anderson wins MVP. I got Lindor. It was tough to pick somebody out of this division. Ah, Lindor, I'm going to go Lindor just because he, he needs to have a breakout year just because of just the whole, is he going to be traded? What are the Indians going to do? Just all the narrative going around them. So, I'm going to go Lindor just off the hinge that he's going to go off. And I'm I'm going to go with Josh Donaldson. I think that guy makes a big impact on that team. Bringing rain this year? Yeah, I really do. Get your umbrellas. Honestly, I I think the, the Bomba squad just got stronger. And, they did. Um, did. Yeah, so we're going to the East now. We're going to start with your division over there in the NL East. Uh, this one's just loaded. You can kind of yeah. put Miami to the side. They're still rebuilding. They got a lot of pieces. They're trying They've been to rebuilding for the last 15 years. Yeah. Well, they had a team and some unfortunate stuff happened. It's okay. They're they're figuring it out over there slowly. Not efficiently, but slowly. But the other four teams in this division are all pretty darn good uh, and in different ways also. Um, you got the reigning division champs and the Braves. You got the World Series champs and the Nationals. You got the Mets who feel like they should be really good every year but aren't. And then the Sucks. Phillies, who I don't know what to think about this Phillies team. Uh, I feel like the Phillies can be really good, but I also feel like I'm overestimating an older Andrew McCutcheon. I feel like I'm overestimating Bryce Harper a little bit. Uh, they don't have any infield at all. Like they're moving Bryce Harper to third potentially because their infield is so shaky. Uh, but there's nobody else even in the – like, I just don't – I don't know what to think about this team. I know how you guys feel about Didi. Mark my words, he, he is going to be their best player, but they're only going to be as good as he will be. And that team is only going to go think, as far as he will take them. I don't think Didi's ever the best player on a team, so that's just – that's if that's the – if that's true, then – He's most consistent be, bat, I see. In my eyes, on their team, most consistent bat for sure. Yeah. Oh. You guys are going to hate when I say that I got the Phillies winning the division. I just don't see how. That's, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. I, that comes I just don't nowhere. see it. I think Look, Aaron, they got decent pitching. They got Nola, Zach Wheeler, Arietta, Zach Eichel. All three of those guys are coming off Arietta, bad years. Arietta has not been good for the last few years. Like I said, this year, 
you can't really base it off of years you past. have to you have you what have else to. do i have you, to base you it hold off? it you hold weight but <laughs> this year there's just do? gonna be a lot of unprecedented stuff happening this year but and their lineup like i still think their lineup's pretty dope like you got real muto reese hoskins scott kingery segura Didi, uh neil walker mccutcheon harper J- he's just like, saying names at this point neil walker was in there I can't have that. Hey, we know what Neil Walker can do. Neil <laughs> Walker is a very that. good role piece. Don't don't sleep. And you like, just listed him in the starting nine. No, I'm not. <laughs> you feel me? Like Scott Kingery, I, I got starting over him. Or Alec Baum if they call him up. All these names and all I'm saying is that it's not gonna matter. The Washington Nationals are gonna win the division. Juan Soto is gonna be the MVP. And I'm not just saying I I'm a Nationals fan. I'm not gonna deny that or run away from that. But I'm also not saying this in a biased manner either. Our pitching staff is simply too good. 60-game season, you're meaning to tell me that these teams are going to put up with our pitching staff? And I, I know our bullpen hasn't been much to speak of these past few years. You guys this added, year, we you guys added some. Our, added. our entire pitching staff, from our starting rotation to our bullpen, we have so much depth and we have guys that can throw the ball. I'm sorry, with, with teams only having 60 games against us, I don't feel like they're going to be able to hit the ball and score more runs than we can because we also have a lineup built – two score runs maybe not necessarily off of the home run ball but we got guys who can and will hit the ball very far out of the ballpark but we've also got guys who will humble themselves and you know take that walk or execute that hit and run in order to get other guys in now in my opinion i think the nl east is one of the best divisions in baseball right now i think it's one of if not the best yeah because I'd say it's the best. You just look at it, man, and top to bottom, like the Marlins, yeah, they're at the bottom end of it. But they're a couple years out from at least like compete competing for like a wild card spot. Definitely not competing to win a division, but you got one through five on there getting ready to fight. And you can't say the same for a lot of divisions. So mm-hmm. I just, here here's what I'm thinking. All right. The Nationals scare me. Last year they started the year. Just awful, yeah, right? We, we all know that. It scares me a little bit that that was a thing at all. Mm-hmm. And they had to play really, really well to get into the playoffs. And they did. And then they made their run. And so, obviously, that it, they have it. It's there. Mm-hmm. But the start of last season scared me. The Mets, I just don't know what to expect. I think, yeah. I think their pitchers um, are actually overhyped. I think DeGrom is the best pitcher this decade. But outside of him, I think Syndergaard's way too hurt. I think Marcus Stroman is overhyped. I think Edwin Diaz and Jesus Familia are not particularly very good. Familia is uh, so bad. You know, like if Every they're good, they're if they're show. if they're on, and they've had phenomenal seasons, but I just don't think it's there anymore. Yeah. I think their bats are phenomenal if they want to be. Yeah, like uh, they put together a good team every. It just has to on, click. On and paper, I don't think it's going. Yeah, to. they put on on paper really good team every yeah. single year, and just that paper gets but, put but through but a shredder. Me, for me, it, it's Atlanta's to lose. I just think they have the most polarizing young kid in the league with Acuna out there. That's my MVP right there for and that. And then, then you got Albies, who's just a dog as well. Um, Felix not playing hurts because he was yeah. going to be a nice veteran arm for them. Um, and pitching is just weird. I don't really know what to think about their starters. Uh, they could be great. They might not be. I really just don't know. Like, Folky's kind of cool. You know, they're, they're just like kind of, we'll get you through starters. But I, th- I saying, think. I feel like those those will get you through starters. I'm sorry. Against no, they're going to have a tough year. I, against I my lineup, that's a tough ask. 
it it definitely is but i think they're gonna be i don't know there's just something about the braves them losing donaldson hurts it definitely does um to me also i understand exactly what you mean there's something about the braves every year they could be good every single year these past since like 2015 they've they've been up and coming like even when Marcakis was later in his career but still balling like that's a huge piece and that's really just the start of it that's kind of like the leader the you know the captain of their team if you will but I, i don't know man i just i keep looking at just the depth of lineup and i know like you know, I, I keep saying pitching, pitching, pitching. And the reason why I'm saying it dope so much, especially for this season, is that for 60 games, to have the pitching staff that we have, again, it's just not fair. Like, that's something that – that's almost unprecedented. And we've got three number one guys on our in our starting roster, so mm-hmm. or in our starting lineup. So, it's, it's, it's hard to compete with, man. But we got guys who can hit the ball and play defense – we're winning the World Series again this year. I'm sorry. We're going back to back. Mm. We are. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I like the take, though. I, I do like the Nationals a lot. I just think it's the Braves for um, for this year. I think Nationals get into the playoffs, though. I, th- I think it's like a two-game difference between the two teams. Um, you know, I'm, I'm taking the Braves, uh, and I'm going with – I'm actually going to go with Soto as the MVP, though. I think Juan so- Soto is actually going to have – because uh, he hasn't really had a breakout like regular season yet. He really showed out in the playoffs last year, and he had a great yeah, season did. last year. Yeah, but it, it took that playoffs for people to be like, "Oh, hold up, hold up, what's going on?" So I think he'll carry that over into the season. He's my NL East MVP. I wish sure. people would have seen it last year too, because what he was doing in the playoffs, he was doing the entirety of. The season. Well, he did it. He definitely did the second half of the year for like for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just like our entire team, we all started off slow. That yeah, it was just the lights were turned off on you guys, and just nobody cared for so long that nobody was paying attention, which was I don't think was unfair. You know, it's funny. Not at all. That game that you know how they were talking about. I think it was like May twenty third was where they started to flip things around. They flipped it around. around Yeah, Mm -hmm. I went to that game, that May twenty third game, the last one that they lost against the Marlins. I was in DC for that game. Scherzer was on the mound against Urena, and we looked so bad. Scherzer lost to the Marlins. We looked so bad. Literally that next day, the entire week, it was crazy. It was game over from there. I'm just glad I went because I feel like I turned my team around. So, (laughs) I'm cool. I'll take it. Fair enough. Uh, We're going to end it with uh, the AL East. Kind of a one-horse deal here but there's a little dark horse in the in the depths uh that i think are actually going to be really good this year as well uh, i'm just going to start by saying the orioles and the red Sox are just not going to be good yeah, see you later i think the red Sox need a miracle and by a miracle i mean a starting pitcher who can go more than three innings because uh, i don't think they have that i do hope chris Sale gets back to his if I'm Chris, Chris Sale, I just don't pitching. play this season. Yeah. If I'm Chris Sale, I, I think just don't you got uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy John. But that was like a, he has the potential to come back towards the end. I hope yeah. he does. He does. Just, yeah. Okay. I hope he I just really kind of just sit it out. Because he's, I don't know. I feel like watching him dominate in Chicago, he's never been that again. He was really good that year they won the World Series. He was really, really he good. He was. He was. I just, I don't know. I feel bad for the guy because at the same time, I feel like he. Di- a lot of what happens to him, he does to himself. 
Oh yeah. Like oh, I don't know yeah. if you guys see like the way he carries himself on the field, but just, also like I'm not a fan of the guy at all. Exactly. We we know a couple guys in the league who could easily tell us like, yeah, he's not really like the best dude in the world, and it's just. I want to see him do well just because of, you know, his dynamic and what he brings to the game because it's so electric, uh, electrifying. It's fun to watch. Um, but uh, I don't know. He, he Also, another guy who just hasn't been himself recently. Yeah. Um, they still got a good lineup over there, but they lose their best bat. I just don't see it. They trade away their best bat. That's the thing, too. Like yeah. this, this team has to feel, to an extent, betrayed – that they still had a really good roster. All you got to do is go out and add a pitcher or two, and, and they can. They're there, but they're right there. they did the opposite and kind of just folded. Bad management. Um, I'm taking the Orioles and Red Sox at the the five and four respectively. I think the Blue Jays have a better season. They're still not going to be great, but the the three uh, juniors on that team uh, have a nice little season. Hopefully, I, I want to see Bo and Vladdy and Kevin uh, live up to the, to the hype we've kind of generated for them, yeah. uh, particularly Bo. I think Bo is the actual glue to that team. Another hot take for you guys real quick. Yeah, let me hear it. Put it on. It's my MVP this year. Bo? Out of the AL East. Yes, sir. Okay. Bo Bichette. Okay. I like it. Um, as long as you don't have to win in the division, I'm fine with that. God, no. You guys are playing way too <laughs> modest. You know the Yankees are going to win by a long shot. Stop yes, it, sir, both baby. Stop it, both of you. <laughs> well, yes, no, sir, we'll baby. Stop it, both of you. Well, yes, here's, my thing. here's my thing, all right? I think the Yankees win this division. Uh-huh. But I do see the Rays being right there. And the reason is I have been to about 20 Yankees-Rays games, and I have only seen the Yankees beat them one time. Oh. We never play well in Tropicana. The Rays are just one of those teams that we just can't beat ever, I feel like. Except in the they're playoffs. They're just so, so low-key good. Like, you don't want they're to good, think man. they're good. You don't want to look at them like they're good. And then you get I there, th- and they're like, oh, damn, they're good. Like, they're I think good. they have the best bullpen in baseball, better than ours. I think it's better. I think they have the second-best starting five. I want to say it's the Nationals and then the Rays when it comes to pitching. I think Blake Snell – I think Tyler Glass now is going to be really, really good this year, especially if he decided to not tip off his change-ups. That'd be nice. <laughs> That's fine. That would be really nice. And it's still nasty. Guys still weren't touching it. I, I, the only reason the Astros did is because they were banging and they were getting tipped. They had the double, they had the double whammy. <laughs> the double whammy. Yes, sir. Terrible. Terrible. I'm a sleeper with the Rays is they just pick up that uh, dude from um, – is it Japan? Yeah, Japan. Uh, oh, yeah. What's Yoshi. Oh. Yoshitomo uh, – I ain't even going to say it as his last name. <laughs> the <laughs> professional hitter. Professional <laughs> hitter is what, is what you need to call yeah, him. Yeah, but um, that kid's going to be a problem. And they get Hunter Renfro, who mm-hmm. absolutely destroys baseballs. And we already know what the rest of them could do. Zanino, Choi, Yandy. G-Man. G-Man. Apparently, G-Man is trying to be a switch hitter now, which is just – Really? Yeah. If, any, if anyone in this league can go from just a, a straight up one way to a switch hitter, it's G Man Joy. Bro, if G Man becomes a switch hitter on that team, Yankee legend. Yankee legend. I, I just, um, but it's hard not to take the Yankees in this division, though. I mean, yeah. they get they add Garrett Cole. They were already easily the best team in the division last year. They add Garrett Cole. Um, the team is allegedly healthier now. I, I doubt they'll be healthy all year just because there's something in the water over there. Uh, the rat-infested sewers are just getting to the bones of those guys. Um, 
Judge hopefully is healthy. Paxton's going to come back. Game. Aaron Hicks is going to come back. Tanaka's and these guys come back. didn't play fully last year, and they were yeah. still a dominant team. You, know, you get a healthy Giancarlo, healthy Andujar. So. As much as I – you guys know my disdain for the Yankees. As much as that is there, I got to say that if you guys – for once ever in the history of Yankees baseball, could get a uh, a healthy team together for the first day of the season. You guys might be able to win something for the first time in 10 years, but guess what? Yeah. You say first day of the ago. season, but last year we started the first day healthy as can all be, and then day two we lost like it five day, people. It was day two. We <laughs> lost five guys. Go longer than the first series, please. Go longer uh, than I'll, the first I'll series, that. please. Hey, trust me, it's painful over here. It's painful. We got to deal with this all the time, and it is not fun, man. Um, you guys have 27 World Series championships. I am a D.C. sports fan. I don't want to hear anything about pain. I've never complained once. Thank you, Julian. Because he never complains once. all the time. Never once. No, I don't. I, 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 I take complain my... about the nonsense that we do. And that I complain about. But like I, said, like I said, D.C. sports fan, man. Nobody has a real reason to complain unless it's me. <laughs> or, or a Cleveland Browns fan. Just Cleveland sports, man. Yeah, they're, they're up there. That's the rough. They had Brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had yeah, Harper. Woo. He was fun for a second. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fun time. He like, was fun for a second. No, nah, when he first got there. Unanimous MVP, yeah. sir. No, was that him or was that Chris Bryant? Uh, Unanimous. I feel I like know. it was Bryce Harper. I don't uh, no, it? Don't it don't even matter. It doesn't MVP. Matter, so um, I have a question for you guys real quick. Yes, sir. What you got? American League, National League, Cy Young hopefuls. Okay. So, I mentioned it earlier. Luis Castillo, he will be in that mix. Unless, for some reason, he just, like, doesn't do anything. Uh, DeGrom, obviously. And then my third guy in that mix is a toss-up between Walker Bueller and Scherzer. I don't think it's going to – it's hard for one of those Nationals guys to win it just because they have three dogs. Like, it's kind of like they the Cubs situation year, yeah. a couple of years ago where it was like KB and Rizzo were both MVP guys. Like, I thought Daniel Murphy should have won just because of that. It's going to be almost like it, It's almost like if you give it to one of them, you got to give it to them all. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, DeGrom because, again, he's the best pitcher of this decade, uh, and it's not close. And then you got Luis Castillo for me. Those are the two guys. I mean, I'm going to go – it's a toss-up. I, I really don't know. But probably Scherzer, DeGrom, and then a sleeper would maybe be Paddock. But leaning yeah. definitely towards Scherzer or DeGrom, without a doubt. That's not bad. I mean, I, I'll be honest, straight up out of the National League, I got Walker Bueller. Yeah. This kid – He's uh, a dog. He's insane. And then um, I was going to pick – what's his name? He just had uh, a surgery. This is the only reason why I picked Bueller over him. Uh What's his name? Um, what team? I can't even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The name will come to me in a second. But once I think about it, it'll be there. And then you guys will be like, oh, yeah. It's like... But gotcha. no, he um, he had a great year last year. I think. Uh, God, what? He had like <laughs> oh, oh, 0.091 ERA. I don't even know why I can't think of it right now. You throw out the team. We can help. Oh, if you can give me the team, I can help you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving us uh, give us a division, it, maybe. It, Get me a map, please. <laughs> give us a league. It might have been. It might have been Cincinnati. I don't know. I'm, give a oh, hemisphere. No, 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 something. no. I'm, I'm off. It was a red team. St. Louis Cardinals. Jack Flaherty. I'm so okay. sorry. Okay. He yeah, was. Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty was, was a monster. Last year. I, the second half of the Jack season. Jack Flaherty's dope. Yeah. 
I apologize for not knowing your name, sir. That is my fault. I just, it was you just couldn't give us anything little. there. I was I like, tried, yeah, I was like so give us something. A it was a red please. team. It was a, it was a red team. One of those. No, Fl- but yeah. Flaherty, that boy can play. That's Flaherty's funny. nice. He can throw the baseball. Flaherty's nice. Uh, move to the AL. Uh, this one feels like there's just two obvious choices. And then just who do you guys have? Who do you guys have? I want to hear this. I mean. I'll give you another hot take. I'm taking Tyler Glasnow right now. See, that's who I have as my third. Down. I'm taking Glasnow. That's right who I have as my third. Now down. that dude is nasty. I don't care what you said, dude is disgusting, bro. I was watching I his highlights yesterday. <laughs> I was watching his highlights yesterday. I'm sitting here like, how do these guys even touch the ball off of him? He's tough. He, mm-hmm. He's so tall, and he's right on top of the plate when he finishes. It's and it moves so much, and yeah, I got Glasnow. Okay. Again, I'm going to throw out three because, I mean, who knows. But obviously Cole, maybe Otani, and then Snell. Okay. So. I have I have some different names, okay? Okay. I have some different names. I have uh, the guy who was displaced, right? Corey Kluber. Mm-hmm. Probably, the, to me, like the second best pitcher of this decade. I know I'm, like, slighting the, the Nationals guys here, but it's not – I promise it's not this disrespect. Corey Kluber is just a different – different type of dude um then you have the guy who pushed him out of town with mike clevenger mm-hmm. all right and that's then i'm gonna go with garrett cole also i think those three guys are just so so good it's gonna be interesting to see what kluber does in uh texas yeah if, if texas is any good it's because that boy is not losing the game yeah because <laughs> he goes 11 and 0 that's the only way you guys are yeah. riding that cold train this year huh what's up I mean, you have to. Garrett Cole, yeah, you you're going to ride train. that Scherzer train. The thing you is, you kind of you kind of have to just yeah. because, like, I don't know. Garrett Cole was very clearly uncomfortable in Houston that last, like, six months. Especially um, that last series, but I don't wanna, we won't bring it up. He was not happy. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's Especially when they did And I think him being on a team that he really wants to be on, like, more than anything, even if the Yankees sucked, even if we were a bad team, uh, just the fact that he's on a team that he's like wants to be at and is comfortable being around, I think just does wonders for him. And it, it's really hard to deny like his greatness, especially after watching him last year. My God, he was, he yeah. was flat out unhittable for six months. Just flat out unhittable until the world series. Literally he was unhittable. Go Nets. <laughs> so uh, before we move on to the wild card teams, we got who you guys got for MVP in the AL East. He said Bo Bichette, right? He yeah, said Bo. He said Bo. Taking Bo. Um, I guess I'm gonna go Aaron Judge. Oh man, <laughs> I guess, but I don't think he's actually gonna stay healthy. So I'm actually gonna go with DJ Lemayu. That's what I got. Yeah, DJ Lemayu. That's I was I was Le literally in between. I was in between Lemayu and Bichette. Yeah, Lemayu's I, just an animal, man. You can't knock what this man does, bro. He's oh, just a hitter. He's just a straight-up baseball player. <laughs> Every and sense of the word. He's, like, the only guy I've ever seen, like, break the Colorado curse. So, I yeah, think that yeah. has to – that stands for something. Even, like, Tulowitzki couldn't do it, and he was a dog. And he he had one home run, it. and that was it. Yeah. See you later. So, I, um, I, I think that he's just a really, really good baseball player that can play about six positions, I guess, if you want him to. Yeah. And it's, it's useful. 
Uh, World Series, who you got? Match oh, not even. We gotta do. We gotta do the wild cards. No wild card. I want to know who's winning it all. I don't I'm need not no worried about the wild. This season is too about messed no up for wild, wild cards. cards. I don't need no <laughs> wild card. World Series. Who's in it? Um, I'm going the 0-9 rematch. Phillies Yankees. Wow. That's just, I can't get behind that. Y'all need to know what? Nick, who you got? <laughs> I, can't I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to put the Yankees in there just because I feel like this is you guys' year because I only feel like this is your guys' year to get there is because you're only playing 60 games. So you guys can't get that hurt, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm asking you guys here. So <laughs> if you guys can stay healthy enough for 60 games and the playoffs, I got you guys going uh, from the American League. And like I said, I'm not trying to be biased, but I get the Nats going back. Our pitching staff, our lineup, we got better. We we know we lost some guys, but we got better in a lot of spots too. So, um, absolutely, that'll be a nice one because you get uh, a really good bullpen versus the really good starters, and just two really good lineups. One you that know, hits bombs and one that doesn't. So, and if you look at it, I feel like it's the closest World Series matchup to last year. Obviously, with the Nationals being the Nationals, but yeah. now with you know, you know, the Yankees have always had those bats the same caliber and quality bats that Houston has but you know you've got the whole you know aura of Garrett Cole coming over and you know the Astros you know uh you know whatever you want to call it whatever they had their little you know what, what yeah whatever you want to call it they had it their fun for the last few years you know it's I feel like it's, it's time for a new team to go and that team is going to be an old team it's going to be the New York Yankees oh yeah uh so you got the Yankees, Nationals. Brooke got the Yankees, Phillies, right? All right. I'm going to go with the Reds out of the National League. I, I really just think really highly of them. Knowing me, though, they're going to win 30 games and not make the playoffs. <laughs> but but that's, that's fine. Case, but that, that's fine. I I, I've just been feeling them all offseason. We've been feel. talking about them for a while, too. Yeah. And then – I think the Yankees are the best team in the American League. I really don't know if they're going to win it. Just, they've been giving me heart palpitations for years. Um, no. I'm going to go against them just for this, since you guys both have them in there. Obviously, I want the Yankees in the World Series, but just for some diversity in it as well. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Twins. So I'm going to go Twins-Reds. And that's strictly off the fact that the Twins don't have to play the Yankees in the playoffs. If they have to play the Yankees in the playoffs, <laughs> I'll go Oakland. <laughs> but if, if the Twins don't play the Yankees in the playoffs, then I got the Twins and the Reds in a, in a very, like, interesting, in a very COVID-19 World Series. Just two See, teams that, that that's absolutely why I, destroyed a baseball. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going with the conventional stuff for all these picks. I feel like it's going to be a lot of surprises, a lot of interesting just scenarios. A lot of sleepers that just pop out of nowhere. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. Gonna be a, this is going to be a good year to see whose minor league systems are really yeah. up to par. Because, you know, say guys get hurt, you got to have a minor league guy come in short notice. You know, what is he going to be made of? And these games, like I said, shortened season, they all mean a lot more. So, well, if that you can't does take happen, a day off. If that does happen, expect the Rays to still be good. And, Expect the Rays to get that, better. But if the Rays happen and Choi goes to a switch hitter, they're just going to have 40 switch hitters on that team, apparently. Oh, man. Then For whatever them. reason, that's what they have in their – I am terrified if G-Man Choi becomes a switch hitter. I'm and terrified. Expect that whole team to turn around and win the World Series with their AAA team. 
I'm gonna straight blue, up blue say it for president. <laughs> I'm gonna straight up say it. Yankees don't aren't in the World Series. I take the Rays. Okay. From the American League? Yeah. Nah, it's, if it's not the Yankees for me. I like that we're just like di- completely disregarding the Astros, but you know, I see, I the thing about the Astros, I think they're going to be better than what they would have been if we had a regular season just because they don't got to deal with the outside noise within the game from uh, opponents' ballparks. But even with that, I feel like – They still have the best lineup in the American Yeah, League, you can't sleep on them. Like, I was about to put them as one of my wild card teams, but then I started looking at the Rays again, and I was like, how do I not put the Rays? And, yeah, yeah it, then they got beat out by the Rays. And if don't it's make not playoffs. the Rays, the Yankees – it's going to be the Angels. They're going to surprise folks this year. I would love to see Mike Trout win a World Series. I just don't think he will. I would love to see it, though. Man. I hope so, man. He's got another, like, nine years to do it. They, he needs to have some pitching to do it, though, because that man can't do everything on his own. He's, he's not LeBron. Can't he do can, it. He can throw the ball on the mound and then run out to center field, go catch it real quick. <laughs> Hopefully. They don't even want him to steal because they don't want him getting hurt. That's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. Well, you know that that's our little season preview for for you guys. It was it was definitely long winded, but there was just a lot to cover. I mean, we got all these teams, thirty teams, universal DHs, the whole lot of nonsense with rule changes, shortened games, people getting COVID. I mean, come the Braves get Yasiel Puig for him to not actually make the team because of COVID. Like, oh, I was so happy. I was oh Man. yeah, you were happy because oh, Puig is a problem. So <laughs> no, it's not just Puig. Puig is a problem, but it's Puig on the Braves. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Puig in your division yeah. is scary. Yeah. Oh no, he could be on the Marlins. You know, but not on the not on the, on the other good he team. Be on the Mets. Not on the other good team. Not on Atlanta, bro. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I swear, I feel like him, Albies, and Acuna would just instantly become best friends too. <laughs> like oh, that's just man. that's what I'm that just that's that like team flat, chemistry. I was yeah. saying that's going to be so important this year. They would have that, and it'd be over with. Yeah, honestly, absolutely. But that's what we got for you guys. So thank you so much, Nick, for coming and joining us. No man, uh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. taking time out your day, joining us over here, talking baseball like we like to do. Uh, good luck in your future season this fall. And coming up in the spring as well, uh, hopefully you stay healthy and have a good season like I know you can. Thank you guys so much. I absolutely. appreciate it. i get you and, guys uh, up there and come catch a game if you can. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you guys check out thespectatorsports.com for uh, all of our newest blogs. We just put out a blog this last week on if LeBron was a Nick, which was a tough one for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was really good. So check that out. And then – you know, every week, every Monday, check out a new episode. Nick got an article on there, too. A little Sean Taylor one, RIP. Go check that out. Yes, uh, check out the socials, at underscore the spectators, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And remember, you want a shirt. You know you like the drip. Hit us up. Spectatorsports.com, baby. Make so, it happen for you. Take it easy, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later, everybody. Stay safe. <laughs>